Robert Ross to Moore A.D. From the Catalogue of the Delau Collection. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Lot 50. Ross, Robert. An extremely important and interesting autograph letter signed, addressed to Moore A.D. Seven pages, quarto, closely written. Undated. Written while Wilde was in prison, and describing a visit to him. The italics represent passages underlined in the original. Ten pounds. I went yesterday to Reading and met Sherard at Paddington. He seemed anxious that the third person in the railway carriage should know on what mission we were bent. After lunch we walked to the prison. A polite warder escorted us to the usual hutch and locked us in. We had to wait a considerable time. Then Oscar appeared. He is much thinner and is now clean-shaven, so that his emaciated condition is more apparent. His face is dull brick colour, I fancy from working in the sun in the garden. His eyes are horribly vacant. I noticed he had lost a great deal of hair. He always had great quantities of thick hair, but there is now a bald patch on the crown. It is also streaked with white and grey. The remarkable part of the interview was that Oscar hardly talked at all, except to ask if there was any chance of his being let out, what the attitude of the press and public would be, as to whether any of the present government would be favourably disposed towards him. He said he had nothing to say and wanted to hear us talk. That, as you know, is very unlike Oscar. He is not allowed pencil or paper. The chaplain is a nice, kind fellow, but he only sees him for a few minutes once a month. Perhaps he will write to me or to his wife, but wishes to hear from me. Asked, did we think his brain seem all right? Found Greek and Latin writers gave him a headache, could only read a little, had read everything else in library several times. When pressed by me several times to mention the sort of books he would like, he replied, Chaucer, prose translation of Dante, Pater's new book, of which I had spoken, and uh, some large volume of Elizabethan dramatist or dramatists, all this extracted with difficulty. Asked how he felt generally, he said in a half-aside, low voice, They treat me cruelly. I think he referred to his food. He added, as if for the benefit of the warder, I have only been in infirmary two days since I was at Reading. Asked if he had seen his wife lately, he said no, but believed she was coming soon. He seemed to take no interest in literary or artistic news that we told him, but seemed to talk to himself while we did so. He seemed so silent that there were several awkward pauses. I do not think they treat him badly. Of course, he does not get enough to eat for a person of his build, but I firmly and honestly believe, apart from all prejudice, that he is simply wasting and pining away. 
i believe that any one who knew him at all in former days and who visited him for an hour as a purely scientific subject as the result of hard labour on certain constitutions would arrive at the same conclusion of course he would have to conceal from oscar that his visit was actuated by anything save friendly interest otherwise oscar would hastily assume one of his hundred artificial manners which he has for every person and every occasion even when broken as he is now each person has his view as to what constitutes a decayed mind but if i was asked about oscar before a commission i should say that confinement apart from all labour or treatment had made him temporarily silly that is the mildest word that will describe my meaning if asked whether he was going to die it seems quite possible within the next few months even if his constitution remained unimpaired i should be less surprised to hear of dear oscar's death than of aubrey beardsley's and you know what he looks like on coming into the courtyard of the prison the very civil warder whispered to us that the two men in the middle were the governor and the doctor respectively i suddenly had to choose which i should approach i decided to attack the governor drew out a card and sent the warder with a polite message requesting the favour of a few minutes conversation isaacson is a jew tall and not unlike the headmaster of a public school he at first was haughty and impatient but became quite polite and amiable after a few minutes of course i got nothing out of him but he impressed me favourably i told him i was anxious about oscar's mental condition and general health isaacson replied that every man over forty was something of a doctor and that he considered oscar was doing as well as could be expected that naturally oscar felt the imprisonment more than another man who had not had his education and way of life that if oscar was ill we should be told of it that he would see the doctor every day if he liked and every care was taken of him etc while we were talking the doctor was snuffling and shuffling about making impatient gestures about thirty wretched convicts were scraping the walls of the courtyard and scrubbing the stone and through an open door i saw the cause of the revolting stench that i noticed when i went to the prison and it was worse on this occasion great coils of tarred rope for making into oakum signed always yours devotedly robbie end of section